Trading Nut, episode 76. Because you can read so much just from the price action that the market's showing you. And I always let the market dictate to me where it's going to go. I'm not fixed on the bias of the market. It's always allowing the market to show me where it's going to go. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we have James Ford on the show. Now, James is from uh, an outfit called Technical FX. In fact, he's not from the outfit. He runs the outfit. He owns the outfit. Uh, they are a training group. They do mentoring. They do um, courses, that sort of thing for swing traders, day traders. If you are trading Forex, then Technical FX is uh, where you'll find James. Now, we're going to find out about his full backstory. We're also going to jump into a little video at the end. So if you jump over to the YouTube channel, you'll get to see uh, James in action, breaking down market structure. Now, this guy is known as the king of market structure. So we're going to get to, you're going to get to learn all that in the show. It's a different way from what I've seen, how I've seen market structure be explained before. This is completely unique. So it, very simple as well, very simple as well, which, which I like. Right. That's coming up in the show. Now, before we jump in there, I do want to mention a movie that I watched last night, funnily enough. It was called The Earthing Movie. Now, if you've never heard of a thing called Earthing, I had happened to hear about it because my wife, she took a nutritionalist course uh, or health coaching course a couple of years ago and grabbed the whole family and said, right, guys, come come with me. We're going to jump outside, stand on the ground and earth ourselves. So I did it at the time. Didn't think a lot about it. Didn't think anything about it, to be honest. But then I watched this movie last night. It was a documentary, free documentary on YouTube. So you can search that up, the earthing movie. And I... There's a whole bunch of benefits that come with doing this. I knew there were some, but I didn't really know what they were, and I didn't know how it worked, and this movie explained it. So quickly, one of them is it can help with sleep. Secondly, it can help with inflammation. Thirdly, it can help with, I suppose, a whole bunch of other things that I can't even remember now. But long story short, if you're interested in getting a bed night's sleep, especially if you are spending a lot of time in front of the charts or if you're on your phone a lot, if you've got a lot of technology, all of that technology is basically pumping out electrons and charging your body up. Going and standing on the ground, and when I say the ground, I mean the actual earth, uh, not the concrete that sits on the earth, something that is natural, that connects to the center of the earth somehow, you will basically completely get rid of all the, the the electrons that are that are buzzing around your body and neutralize yourself okay so here's why i'm telling you this i did this last night grabbed my daughter said right come with me it was about 11 o'clock i said right we're gonna go and stand outside on the grass for two minutes we did that came back in now she's usually wandering around the house for about two hours saying i can't sleep i can't sleep i can't sleep anyway 10 minutes later i'm like what the hell's going on she's in bed asleep like almost asleep she had her eye mask on she was she was ready to go i was like this is crazy top of it top it off lockdown could not get a full night's sleep under the bell always waking up at 3 a.m 
what do you know? Did this, all of a sudden, sleep right through. Okay, sounds a bit woo-woo. Guys, all I'm saying is if you're having issues with sleep, you want to get a bit of sleep, you're spending a lot of time on the computer in front of the charts, whatever it is, try it out. Make sure it is the ground, though, the actual earth, not concrete or something else. All right, folks, um, before we get into the show, if you are looking to automate anything that you do, then head over to tradingnut.com. I've got a course there where I teach you how to build trading robots in 21 days. There's also the Robot Traders Club. And if you're loving these podcasts, then head over there. You can donate. You can get a message here on the podcast um, over there at the Trading Nut Bar. Okay, folks, let's get on with the show. And remember to check out the video afterwards. Um, It's going to be up there on the YouTube channel. All right, folks, we've got uh, James Ford here on the show uh, from Technical FX. So, James, welcome all the way from London, England. How are you? Thank you very much uh, for reaching out. It's a pleasure. Um, Very well, thank you. Um, It's a pleasure to be on your podcast and on your show. And I continue the uh, the the lockdown series of podcasts here, where everyone I seem to be interviewing is in lockdown, but it doesn't seem to be affecting you too much uh, by the sounds of it over there, James. Uh, Well, not too really. It obviously affects everyday life um but for me i'm always focused i'm always in the zone um so it really doesn't make too much difference for me um obviously it makes a difference in the social life aspect of things uh but in terms of the actual trading uh, it's not made too much difference we've actually seen quite a bit of uh volatility and movement in the market due to the current uh world situations um so that's always nice to see it's always nice to see a bit of a uh, bit extra uh, volatility and movement in the market so we've seen that so can't really complain all i do wish is that everyone is healthy and well um looking after themselves and their families cool cool well look uh, let's get on with the show now i i tried to hunt around and find as much information i could about you and, and i obviously missed by the sounds of it i missed a good chunk of it so to start off with like tell us a bit about you personally and how you first got into this business Sure. So um, I started um, looking into trading um, late 2013, um, early 2014. Now, um, I started um, to learn to trade and want to learn to trade for the reason that the majority actually want to learn to trade um, because of money, uh, because they see things on the Internet. Um, it's a, it, there's a lot of uh, mis, mis, uh, misguided information. You know, a lot of people say that it's easy to make this. You can make that um really quickly so i thought wow great let me jump onto this um and i was soon hit uh with the reality of it's not actually like that uh went through processes of obviously losses large losses um but i always uh said to myself if i can see other people doing this why can't i and that's really what made me stick it out So I kept basically recording my losses, learning from my losses and learning where trying to do as best as possible to learn where I was going wrong. Um, So I'm a trial and error uh, trader. That's how I got to where I am today, uh, purely simply from trial and error. Um, There's two ways. I believe there's two ways you can learn from that now um, is that you can actually learn from the market, learn from your losses, or you can learn from a mentor. Um, And that's what I am now. Um, and I'll go into a bit of a detail about how I actually become a mentor because I didn't actually set out to become a mentor. Um, it sort of come to me. Um, so then what I did was is I basically started documenting my journey on Instagram. Um, and uh, it was very early on on Instagram. There wasn't too many traders on Instagram. And that's how I've managed to now build it up to about 85,000 followers, um, purely and simply just posting my journey. 
and how I actually, um, it took me about two years to process of actually getting to the consistency stage, a year and a half to two years to get to the consistency stage where I then started to be consistently profitable. Um, and then on it, loving my stuff that I was putting out there because of, I it was new, new to me. So I was trying to help as many people. So I kept posting my journey and then people were reaching out to me um, and asking me, can you teach me? And I had never taught before. And because I had never taught before, I didn't think of charging people or anything like that. And I started meeting up with people in coffee shops and uh, teaching people for free. Um, and then they were becoming successful. So that then highlighted to me that I could share this knowledge with other people. And it was the feeling of actually seeing these people succeed from the information that I was giving them. That, that was the real buzz of it. It wasn't then being able to charge the buzz of it of, wow, I'm now sharing my knowledge with these people. They're now implementing it on the markets and they're now becoming profitable from this. And uh, that's really how it then got from me then having so many people ask me to teach them. Uh, I then started doing uh, paid courses, one-to-ones. Um, then it got so many that I then created the online platform. And uh, now we've got to the stage where I've actually took students on um, to be mentors here at Technical Effects as well. And we just continue to grow and grow and uh, trying to change the industry because of now what's happened on the industry and social media is there's a lot of scammers. There's a lot of people uh, just trying to make money from the courses that aren't actually traders and things like that, which has damaged the space, um, Siren, and keeping it as real as possible. Um, on my Instagram, posting my wins, my losses, my break-evens, absolutely everything. It's very important to be transparent like that, to be able to help people. Because when other people take a loss and they see everyone else on social media not taking losses, they start to think to themselves, well, why am I taking losses and they're not? Yeah. But the reality is, is that they are taking losses, but it's just not transparent. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I try and be. Exactly. And, and so, so going back to... Uh to you early days i mean what were you, were you straight out of school or were you in a job how did that how did that look no so i was in a job um i was an electrician uh working for family business and um i didn't really enjoy it to get out of that um and i was basically juggling so you name it i've i've done it um entering positions no stop loss um gambling pretty much um so yeah i was basically and then every evening I would come home. Um, I was uh, excited to get home because of the first thing I would do when I would get home would be jump on the charts, see what I could learn from the charts, go on YouTube um, and things like, like that. And that's basically what I was doing. So I was working and trading at the time. Right. Okay. And, and you sort of said, you know, you, you saw people who were, who were doing it and um, so you knew it could be done. I mean, where was, where was that that you were witnessing all, this, all these people sort of you know, being successful? So I, I was witnessing it on YouTube. Um, and now, now it's uh, genuine, uh, but there's, there's obviously big names in the trading industry that retail trading can be possible. Um, so yeah, I was just basically seeing it on YouTube and I was thinking to myself, well, if these people are actually doing it, then surely I can. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and so, I mean, you, you said, you know, you were, you were basically gambling at one point and, um, you know, you, you trading without stop losses and that sort of thing. I mean, how did you... How did you get from getting past that to to the point where you were becoming more consistent? 
So it's actually quite cool, really, because I'm still in contact with these guys now. And um, I actually went to, you could call it like a, you, I wouldn't call it a course, to be honest with you. I'd call it more of a seminar um, in London. And I, I met some real cool, cool guys and years and years, and we're still in there. And um, every bit of knowledge that each of us picked up, you know, we've got Jimmy, there's Nathan, there's some great guys in there. Um, I got so much respect for them because we all stuck it out together. and. Um, we basically every little bit of knowledge that we would pick up each we would share it with each other um and that's basically how we've all moved forward together one person would say i'll oh, have a look into this and the other person would say have a look into this and just really it's 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 it's, it's small we're only talking about eight people um but yeah so we all started sharing bits and pieces together and then what i started doing was piecing the puzzles together and then i was uh, i learned about back testing and then I was going back in history and I was uh, I collected so much data, data on data. And then I pieced together all the pieces that worked. Then I would go back to it again, do more data. And then I would maybe add something, do some more data, remove something, do some more data. And then that's really what then enabled me to then grow my strategy together and uh, piece it all together. And then over time, it became obviously more profitable and more profitable. And so how did you, um, uh, I suppose, when you're doing your back testing, I mean, how many trades do you think you probably went through to get to a point where you were like, oh, I've pieced the whole thing together now, I'm, I'm pretty confident to jump into the live market? So it's funny because at the start, I didn't actually know how to back test. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one thing, I didn't know how to actually back test. And then um, the more I was uh, researching and looking into what, uh, minimum uh, two years or minimum 100 trades, per time per thing that I was looking at so when I was looking at Fibonacci it would be a minimum amount um, and then if I was looking at just basically the structure it would be minimum amount if I was looking at candlesticks it would be a minimum amount um, and then I basically pieced them all together and then I did a minimum amount on them um, and to be honest with you your audience the one thing that I stress and the highlight the most is back testing uh, it's so powerful and it's what will actually enable you to really work out what will work for you as a person yeah cool well look let's um let's dive into what's going on currently with your trading i mean do you want to give the guys a little bit of a rundown of how you approach the market so uh, start off with maybe your trading style cool so um i'm in between a swing trader and a day trader um i'm in between um i mainly i analyze the markets using the monthly weekly daily four hour and one hour using the four hour and one hour for my execution so people call that the top-down analysis. Um, that is the process that I basically take um, in, in my approach to trading. And I use all sorts of tools. I use uh, support and resistance, Fibonacci trend lines. But my most important rule is just to keep it as simple as possible. Now, I put out on my YouTube channel and my Instagram, uh, structure is king. And that is what I base everything on. Uh, you, I could pr probably trade, if I was just trading one instrument, I could probably trade it from a naked chart purely and simply on the fact that I focus on market structure so much. Market structure and price action to me is the main thing in the market. It's the base of the market. It's what's there in front of you with no tools. So I keep it as simple as possible, really, um, and just keep it as uh, market structure and price action, as well as obviously checking the time frames For key areas, you need to know the key areas. And one thing that I would recommend is uh, psychological areas, psychological numbers, if you go back and backtest psychological numbers, which I did thousands of hours doing, you will start to see that the market reacts to these levels very well. 
Okay, and so what are you, how many trades are you entering a, a week? Um, so I keep it as minimal as possible. Um, trading for me is a numbers game. Um, I know that there's always going to be another trade around the corner. Um, I average about two to three trades. Some, some weeks it can be more, uh, but two to three trades is what, what, I, what I look for. I don't have a target. People always say to me, what's your target? I don't have a target because when you have a target, you start to chase yourself. You start to chase trades. Um, so a target for me isn't really something. Now, people may disagree and say, but you need to make this money. You need to make that money. But it will only have a knock-on effect with you psychologically chasing trades, trying to see something in the market. So for me, it's just really two to three trades um, is enough, really. And what time frames are you looking at? So um, I analyze the monthly, weekly, daily, four-hour and one-hour but I look at the four hour and one hour for my execution, but I'm always taking into consideration the daily close at the end of the week. I always take into consideration the weekly candle close because you can read so much just from the price action that the market's showing you. And I always let the market dictate to me where it's going to go. I'm not fixed on the bias of the market. It's always allowing the market to show me where it's going to go um, because being fixed on the bias of the market will pretty much just lead you to only taking a trade in that direction. But things can change. You can be wrong and the market can change real quick and you need to adapt to that and allow the market to show you where it's going to go. So, so two to three trades a week. I mean, how many winning trades are you getting in, the, in that two to three? Sure. So I can run over some actual figures for you. Um, so far this year, um, I've actually taken 58 trades. Um, 25 of them have been wins. Uh, 20 four of them have been break even and nine of them have been losses. And that's because I focus a lot on my um, management of trades, which is why therefore I get um, quite a high number of break even trades. Now they could have ended up being winners at the end of the day. They could have ended up being losers at the end of the day. But for me, a break even is much better. I would rather see the market stop me out of break even than potentially of having a loss. Um, trade management is something that is very important it eliminates your psychological state from the market. It can do so much. And you can also maximize your profits from the market. And, and what about risk to reward ratio or, or you know, sure. when you so, get a winner, what does that look like? Yeah, so I have a minimum of a 1 to 1.8, a 1 to 1.2 risk to reward. That's the minimum that I would really go on a risk to reward. Some people like a 1 to 1, but to me, this is my personal view as well. To me, that's what I class as gambling because you're risking the same amount as you're winning to make. So for me, that's not really a great risk to reward. Um, I prefer a one to two or at minimum, uh, but it can go all the way to a one to one to f uh, in front of me here. I've got a one to 4.34, um, a one to 3.45, a one to 5.56. It all really depends on the targets that, I'm, that I can see in sight. Okay, cool. And, and instruments, how many are you churning through to find these trades? Sure. So on my watch list, I have uh, 17 markets on my, my actual watch list that I analyze um, every every weekend and analyze every evening. But what I do is I actually um, bring out the, the two, three best markets and I focus on them. And they will be my focus markets for the day. Now, obviously, things do change. So on the four hour candle close, I'll just quickly use the down arrow on trading view on my keyboard. And I'll just flick through just to see whether there has been anything changed within the market, see whether we have had a breakout of structure um, or whether news has caused the market to do something that may interest me. So I do analyze 17 markets, but I do then limit it down to two to three to focus on. By focusing on too many markets, you're just going to be confusing yourself and you want to actually know what's happening in the markets that you're focusing on. 
Okay, and when you when you say you're just focusing on two to three, does that mean that the other the other what is it, fourteen are sort of you know I suppose because you're focusing on those two to three, you don't need to necessarily you can have a quick look at them and you sort of can see whether or not something's happening. Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly that. Okay, because I right. keep it so simple yeah. and I know what I'm waiting for. Yeah. The reason I know what I'm waiting for is because of I've I've done it over and over again and because of I forecast. And that's something that I recommend people do, which is basically preparation. And I relate trade into business a lot. And something that I always say is, what does, a, what does somebody do if they are running a construction site? They basically prepare the materials. They prepare who's going to do what job. They prepare who's going to come in on what day. And that's basically the same for my trading. I prepare what markets that I'm going to look at. I prepare what could potentially happen in the markets. So I'm always ready for what the potential moves that can happen in the markets. And because of I'm ready from the previous day or the morning, then I know, therefore, what could potentially happen. If it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, who cares? I move on. Cool. Cool. Nice. Well, so, so talking about your day, I mean, how does that trading day look? Sure. So um, I, I wake up at about... You could say called six, six o'clock. Can I take a quick look through the markets? A quick flick through. Anything fancies my interest, uh, then I may take the trade on the close of that four-hour candle, ready for the London session. Um, otherwise, I will just get up, uh, have a shower, um, have some breakfast, come to the office, um, and then basically just let the, let the day go, how it goes. Um, I don't really have too much commitments apart from my community. So every morning uh, I give my community an update in, in the Discord channel, letting them know uh, any potentials that I'm looking for. And uh, I also draw on my charts with the pen tool on TradingView and highlight to them the potential forecasts that could potentially happen in the markets. I don't provide signals because I'm strongly against signals. But um, I basically just forecast them. Because I'm forecasting for myself, I share it with them. Um, and then basically I let the day go and do what I need to do. Um, post on Instagram, create videos uh, uh, to try and help as many people as possible, putting out content. And uh, that's what I strive to do. I strive to be somebody that I wish I had when I started trading. Cool. Nice. Nice. I like it. Now, now, what about you, your students and that, that you, you got your members? Uh, are, they, are they taking your training and education and, and re, readjusting it to fit themselves? Or are they sort of literally strictly trading the way you trade? So this is, this is something that some people, again, may agree with or some people may not agree with. Now, I see every single person as an individual. Everyone's a human. Everyone has their own brain. Everyone has their own eyes. Everyone has what I call their individual variables. And their individual variables are their commitments. So some people will have a family. Some people will have a job. Some people have a part-time job. So it all really depends when these people can be at the charts. So we provide them with our strategy um with my strategy which can basically be implemented on the four hour time frame or the one hour time frame depending whether you are working or depending whether you've got part-time work or depending when you can look at the markets so we provide them with the strategy but yet we advise every single student to back test because you will then be able to tell what actually works for you and that's what's very important because some people will see a candlestick this way some people will see a candlestick that way because they have their own characteristics. Some people are in different parts of the world, like yourself. You would be trading a different session to the sessions that I'm looking at. And because of that, you must backtest to see what markets work best for you, what markets work best for your time frame, and what markets work best for your time zone. Everything like that, it all comes in. So I see everyone as bespoke, which is why there's a million ways to trade the market. And even though they are trading my strategy, 
they may always they may see something slightly different in the market it doesn't mean that they're wrong it just means that their eyes and their thought process saw something like that which is why we provide them with a trading plan we provide trading plan entry plan exit plan risk management plan we provide it all yeah but you still need to back test to actually work out what is best for that person every market flows differently so you need to know what markets flow best for that person some people are quicker learners than others um, and as I said, some people have commitments than others don't. Some people have children, and that's that's the whole big part of it. Cool, cool. Well, um, talking about that, I mean, the guys that are out there that are, you know, that aren't you, that are that are struggling to make this work. I mean, what do you think made you different from from everyone else when when you first started out? To be honest with you, nothing made me real different. Um, the only thing I did was is I realised that it wasn't a get rich quick. Uh, scheme very quickly that's what I would say that I noticed because of uh, I, I lost a lot real quick and I thought well if I'm losing a lot real quick how can this be a get rich quick um, and that's what I started to realize and then I started to realize that it was a numbers game um, and that you need money to make money um, that's very important you need money to make money now that shouldn't put people off because there are things out there where you can obviously get funding um, so it's all about just focusing on keeping it real simple there's a lot of stuff and that, there's so many resources on the internet, which is why doing what I did is, is a painful process. Learning from the markets is a painful process because there's so many resources out there. There's so many indicators out there and there's so much stuff to sift through. And there's so much clickbait on the, on YouTube. This is the golden, this is the golden indicator. And it causes just so much problem like that. So I believe there's two ways to learn. You learn from a mentor or you learn from the market. And they are the two ways that you can really learn. Cool. And what about somebody who is working a day job and, and wanting to get into this business? I mean, what, what is your recommended sort of path to success? My recommended path is to take it slowly. Um, don't try and rush. Also, make sure that you back test because, as I mentioned, that's very important. But also, you, you just need to stick to the higher time frames you you can trade the higher time frames four hour time frame okay you, you there's like four candle closes in the day um so well in in my period of the day um while you're awake so you don't need to be on the charts all the time it's not something you need to be you may be in the trade a bit longer than somebody else but it's possible so Basically, one advice that I give a lot of people, and I contradict myself and I'm contradicting your listeners here, because I say focus on yourself, forget everyone else. Um, and that basically means if somebody's causing you conflict on Instagram because you're seeing them in a trade on the 15 minute time frame, unfollow. And I actually put a post out on my Instagram to say, focus on yourself. If you need to unfollow us, unfollow us, because I would prefer to see you succeed than to be following us and have us damage your mindset. Mm. Yeah. So it's really focus on yourself, focus on the higher time frames, and focus when you can actually be at the charts. And thinking about a price chart, I mean, what three things would you recommend a novice trader educate themselves on? Keeping it real simple and basically just focusing on the market structure of the chart um, is something that I repeat, repeat, repeat. Um, to be honest, on my Instagram, people say that I'm the structure king. And I'm not, I don't big myself up, but it's because that's all I ever go on about. All I ever go on about is the structure. So I would say mastering price action, uh, the candlesticks, what forms in what area, 
mastery market structure and also the psychological levels. And is, have you got a unique, special way that you you teach market structure, or is there a, as a resource that people could go and go and check out something? Yeah, so on my YouTube channel, um, which is just technical effects as well, um, you're able to. I've put out a couple of videos now, and it's uh, market structure made simple. And it's just purely and simply, it's, in, it's easier to spot market structure on maybe the one hour time frame and the four hour time frame, but it doesn't mean that you need to trade them time frames. You can use it just to really highlight the direction for yourself. And you can use market entry orders. Um, and I'm not sure whether we are going to be doing uh, some charts. Yeah, we will jump on a chart after this, definitely. Yeah, so we'll jump on a chart and I can just show you, show your listeners exactly what I mean. Um, by the flow of market structure and how market structure respects market structure um, and how it can be just made real simple. Cool. Love it. Brilliant. Well, look, um, last question before we get into the, the quicker round. So if there was one thing you recommend any retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be? Why? And how could they go about mastering it? And this is me repeating myself literally because of it's, it's the price action and the structure of the market. And it's me just keeping it as simple as possible. There is, there is nothing else that I really would. I would say avoid indicators because to me, I don't use indicators. If the indicators work, everyone would use that indicator. Um, there's so many indicators, which one is the best? Which one, which, you know, and there's, there's no answer to that really. And I'm not putting anyone down that uses, inst- uh, uses indicators because I'm a big fan of if, you can, if you're prof- profitable and you succeed, you carry on doing what you're doing. Don't fix something that's not broken. And what about a trader's mindset? Sorry, this is, I've changed my questions around the orders. So I'm, I'm thinking, hang on, why is this question coming up here? Uh, what about a trader's mindset? Do you have any special techniques you can share with us? Sure. Um, so I always focus on the 1% rule of my risk. Um, so I, per trade, I only ever risk 1%. So if it's a 1 to 2 risk to reward, I'm risk, risking 1% to gain potentially 2%. One to three risk to reward, I'm risking 1% to gain potentially 3%. Now, if you're not comfortable um, risking 1%, use 0.5%. There's no shame in it. Okay, you're in competition with nobody but yourself. You're here to grow your account. So by you doing that, when I take a trade, I know how much I could potentially lose from this trade. And because of I know that, I'm more comfortable with the trade. And then trade management. I know when I should move my stop loss to break even. I know when I should lock in profit. And by me doing that, that's what helps me eliminate the psychological state from my trading. By knowing how much I have at risk, by knowing when I'm break even, and that's just how I keep it. And everything that I try and do, I just keep it simple. I keep it logical. And if I'm not comfortable risking 1%, 0.5%. If you're starting off new, 0.25%. Who cares? You're here to trade your capital. It's your hard-earned money. And a question I've got for you, which I don't ask, I don't think I've asked anyone actually this, but... Where, do you, where would you put trading in a sort of hierarchy of priorities in your life if you are to be successful in this business? High. How, yeah, how high? How them. high is like sort of, you know, uh, uh, you know how high would you Well, sort of obviously you have your family and you have your loved ones and then basically it's, it's, it's what comes below that is your job because it's obviously what keeps, keeps you ticking. It's what makes you the money. Um, so obviously it's, it's very high for me, but I've, I've fallen in love with the game. You know, I, I don't know when or whether I would stop trading. Um, I, I don't sit and watch every tick, 
but when I'm at the charts is when I'm probably most happiest because I've spent so long on them yeah, yeah. Uh, over over the time back testing them. Now I can actually read the markets, how I can read them. Um, it's what I get most joy. I, I don't watch TV, um, don't watch no Netflix, nothing like that. It's not me. Um, I would prefer to, to have a look at the charts and go through the markets, see what's happening. Um, it's, it's important not to be addicted to it because it can become very addictive. And if you're addicted to it, then you're looking for trades, which would then lead to overtrading, which would then lead to losses. Um, so, yeah. It's a fine balance, basically, to to master it. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, look, um, just quickly, how long did it take you to go from trading newbie to consistently profitable? Two years. One and a half to two years. I couldn't tell you the exact sort of time, but it was one and a half to two years. What's your favorite entry setup? My favorite entry setup is my structure retesting structure. Structure retesting structure. Yeah. Yeah, which hopefully I can show you okay, a bit of when cool. we get to the charts. Um, what about strategies for exiting and managing trades? So with uh, my targets, I basically, if I'm in a buy position, I'll target the most recent high. If I'm, And the reason for that is because the market could form a double top. If I'm in a short position, I'll target the most recent low because the market could form a double bottom. If there's an area of support or resistance in the way, then I may target that area or that may be target one. Um, or it, And if I'm looking for the market to form a new lower low or a new higher high, then I will look for the Fibonacci extensions or an area of support and resistance. It's a bonus yep. if the area of Fibonacci aligns with an area of support and resistance. Um, what about a recommended book or resource or something? You can say you your own find stuff. find this crazy <laughs> But I don't read. You don't read at all. It's not. It's not something that I do. I read the charts. That's yeah. what I've always done. I've always read the charts. Um, I do listen to podcasts. Um, and as I said, I, I, I the resources that I used were YouTube. But there's so many out there now, um, and that's why it's even harder to learn now than when I was learning because there's so much of it. And on YouTube, there's a lot of clickbait and. It's, it is quite crazy and it is quite hard to learn. Um, there's a lot of sponsored ads and at the start of a YouTube video, you get all them sponsored ads and things like that. So in terms of resources like that, it is quite hard. Um, I would say just maybe try and choose a mentor. That is probably the quickest way. Um, but have a one-to-one call with the mentor before. If they're not willing to have a one-to-one call with you before you actually join them, then maybe have a think. You know, like we do, we do free online consultations, and we will sit here and we'll have a chat with you before joining to make sure that it's right for you. Because, as I said previously, the trading style needs to be right for you. If the trading style is not right for you, then how's it going to work? If you're learning a style that's maybe on the 15 minute, but yet you work like you said, then how's it going to work? It's not going to work. You need to make sure that the trading style works for you. What about your preferred uh, broker or in trading platform? Sure. So in the UK, I use FXCM. Uh, some people in the US may may disapprove that. Uh, I'm not sure why, but uh, they obviously have problems in the US. <laughs> yeah. um, but I use FXCM in the UK, never had a problem. And I also uh, have, well, I have partial account. Uh, not all, all my funds are in the FXCM. Some are split into IG markets, which I find very, very well as well. And I basically do all my analysis on TradingView. And where do you, um, what platform do you use to execute trades? Um, so I use MT4 or the IG markets app. Cool. Um, 
What about walking us through your worst ever trade? How did that go? Cool, that wasn't good. Um, and that was when I that was when I actually first started trading. I was trading without a stop loss. Uh, we used to call it bareback trading in in my little in my little group. Yeah, uh, we used to have a little uh, the little group that I told you about at the start with with a few of the traders that I'm still in it with. Uh, we used to call it bareback trading, uh, which was purely and simply just having like hundred percent risk because we didn't know what a stop loss was. So or we didn't know where to place it yeah. or put it. And every time we put a stop loss, we'd get stopped out. So we thought. Well, let's not have a stop loss. It would just save me, save me the hassle of being stopped out. Yeah. And uh, that's when uh, then obviously the big losses occurred. And uh, I remember uh, ha- having the, the sweaty hands, having uh, the sweating, walking up and down um, the carpet, wearing the color at the carpet, where I was stressed because obviously it was getting the margin call, about to blow the trade. Um, and then eventually I blew the trade. And uh, that feeling was horrible. And I wouldn't go back there. Um, but it's what makes you who you are. And that's what enables me to be a mentor because I've been through these stages. That's what enables me to tell people what not to do. There's a lot of mentors that pop up and that are basically have been taught and don't get me wrong. There's nothing against that. Everyone can create their own business, but how can you be a mentor if you've been taught something? Um, I don't really know you. The only way you can be a mentor is if you've experienced all the things that you're advising somebody not to do is what I really see as a mentor. Cool. Well, look, um, Last question of the show before we get into the wrap-ups. What, what, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Focus on yourself. And that's something that has uh, helped so many of my students um, and so many people that I've spoke to on Instagram and the messages. Uh, and it's basically just click the unfollow button. Okay, By you following people on the social media, um, it basically is just causing you issues because... And this happens all the time. So, uh, some people will post a trade. People will then open their story, see they're in a trade, and they'll jump in the trade. But yeah, it will lose for them. And they have fear of missing out. Fear of missing out is a huge, huge one from the social media. So I always say, put your guards up and just focus on yourself. Focus on what you're doing and forget about everyone else. You're in competition with nobody but yourself. And I'm a strong believer of that. And I don't actually follow no other traders on Instagram. Um, It doesn't bother me what anyone else is doing. I wish everyone the success, but it's just, I know what it can do. And I know because of when I, when Instagram started to get a bit bigger and I was already on Instagram, I was on Instagram from 2015. um, When I knew that it was getting bigger and I started following other traders, it started to do that to me. And I only talk about what I know about. And that's what I know that it had an impact on me. So, and when I started to unfollow them and just focus on my own journey, that's when it all started to all come back together because if I wasn't being influenced by these other traders, I wasn't having the fear of missing out from these other traders. Uh, So that's one best bit of advice that I can really give somebody. It's a lonely journey. Don't get me wrong. Trading can be a lonely journey. Um, But, it's one of those things. If you want to succeed, it's a lonely journey. It's a lonely journey if you're the director of a big company because of who else have you got to go to? Exactly. You're number one, right? You it's, don't have anyone yep. else to go yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. And I relate trading to business so much. I relate it so much. Like even my, my uh, referring it back to preparation earlier, I refer it back. And one other thing that I refer back to trading in terms of businesses, business has, businesses will have losing months. 
Okay, not every business is always going to be profitable. And I use the, this example with my students quite a lot. Now, a shoe shop in February and March may have losing months, but they don't shut shop and, and open a clothing shop because they had losing months because of people spent all their money in December and January because they know that for the rest of the year, they are then profitable from the other months. Mm. And that's one thing that I tell people is that, and you can learn this from backtesting, because if you have a losing streak in backtesting, but yet you've backtested two years and you know after them two years that it was profitable, then you're fine. Cool. Well, look, um, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the traders to get hold of you? Uh, they can get hold of me. You can email me, james at technicaleffects.co.uk. Uh, you can go on the website, www.technicaleffects.co.uk, uh, or Instagram, technicaleffects, um, at technicaleffects. Uh, you can reach out to me from there. We've got YouTube. We're on all the social platforms, and it would be a pleasure to see some of your listeners um, on there. And uh, I answer every DM. Um, as long as it's not completely just a high, um, if you've got a question, hit me up. I'm always there to answer because of, I like to be somebody that I wish I had when I first started. And just before we finish the show, I mean, what about the guys that are in your WhatsApp group? I mean, are they still trading or have they given it, given it up or what happened to them? Nope. They're still trading. And, um, they're still trading. And, and how would you, how would you sort of rank them if you had to, like, are they, have they gone leaps and bounds above you or are you all about the same level or? Um, I don't put nobody down. We're all probably the same level. Maybe some people are in there better than others. We all trade different styles because we were all self-taught. So we all trade different styles. I rank them very highly because they stuck out the journey. The journey wasn't easy. Um, We all, we all learned the hard way, um, which is where I say you learn from the market store from a mentor. And we all learned the hard way. Um, but yeah, they've stuck through it, ranked them very highly. Um, I'm in contact with them every day. Um, and we just continue to support each other. Brilliant. And move forward in the markets. Brilliant. Well, look, um, we're going to jump onto the, uh, the charts. And so guys, if you want to check that out, head over there to YouTube and, uh, you'll find the video that we're just about to shoot. Um, and James is going to walk through some cool stuff on the charts. So look, James, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, Cam. Honestly, thanks for reaching out. It's a pleasure to be here on your show. Um, I hope I've given some uh, nice insight into my trading um, for your listeners. Well, a big thank you to James for uh, everything you shared with us today. If you want to have a look at the show notes and the video, head over there to tradingnut.com. Search for James in the search box. And uh, until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, folks, James Ford, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you do want to see him break down market structure, head over there to the Trading Nut YouTube channel. There are links in the show descriptions, show notes as well over there on tradingnut.com. And all the video is actually over there as well if you want to just jump over to the video. Also, do remember, if you are looking to automate anything that you do and you want to have the ability to even test out some strategies that you might be running then head over there tradingnut.com robots there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do so you can either learn how to build them yourself uh, and i teach you how i do them you don't have to code at all and you can build robots fairly quickly the other thing is you could join the robot traders club where i build the robots for you you get to try them out and we have a bit of fun in the chat and um, sometimes make a bit of money as well all right folks head over there tradingnut.com and i'll see you on the next episode